Hi, everyone. This is David, and I'm back again with Plant Personalities with PV Plant Guy. This time, I have a, another Florida plant parent with me. I'm so excited to get to know her. Her name is Nat, a.k.a. The Plant Girl on Instagram. And if you haven't listened to this podcast, it's basically a time that I spend with other plant folks who... Um, share the love of houseplants, and I, I get to know them on a more personal level. What are their hobbies outside of what they share with us on social media? And of course, we talk about plants because we all love houseplants. So Nat, how are you doing this Sunday morning? Good. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing well. Um, I'm still struggling with allergies, which is why I, so I sound a little nasally. I feel like I just can't shake it this season after having COVID. So oh my gosh, don't my, worry. I understand. Part of my nasally voice, but uh, here we are. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm like super excited. Of course. Um, I So you and I, I love your content, by the way. Like I always see thank your reels. You. And all of your plants, you have a beautiful collection. And I think what you put out there is so, um, it's, it's capturing. Like, I feel like you have this ability to draw people to your page, um, which is kind of how you looped me in. That's and so nice. I appreciate it. I, I want to get to know kind of how you got into a house plants and what inspired you to make a social media account. Of course. So, I mean, firstly, I really got into houseplants. I've always had a really deep connection, I feel, to them. But I really started branching out when I moved out of my parents' house a couple years ago. And I really just wanted to fill my space. And I've had, like, I brought some of my plants that I had there. And my mom really never was a collector of plants. She had, like, you know, her garden, but she's always, like, replanting it because she never could, like, keep up with it. My grandparents, on the other hand, were always huge collectors, always had a big like garden and different plants. So I, when I got my own house, I decided to just fill it with little plants here and there. And somehow I just really was looking for just bringing life into my house and ended up with a huge collection. <laughs> That's great. Um, you and I share the same exact story. <laughs> um, so yeah, I feel like super basic telling people that like, oh, I had space to fill. So I just, you know, bought some plants and here we are. But I mean, that's, that's the actual, that's the truth. That's the relatable piece. Mm -hmm. People are like, like, how do you learn about them? Did you know about them? I'm like, honestly, I learned on the way. Like it was just a journey that I found very interesting that I've just always been learning and I'm still learning. I feel and it's really nice. Right. And it's kind of like um, if you bring home a puppy and it's not exactly. like you study how to take care of a puppy and a dog. Um, you know, you're not like you're going to read the golden retrievers for dummy book before you get the dog. It's like you uh -huh. get it and then you go through the motions of learning while you're going through the process. And that's exactly. the same thing with houseplants. Mm -hmm. So I just started with like a couple here, basic ones. And then like, I was like, Oh, let me just try, you know, like more expensive, like here and there. And then, you know, I just, it was very fun. And I think it's very fun to begin with. That's why I love it. You have a pretty awesome collection. Thank you. I honestly, I have a lot of people tell me that and I never really realize. And I really sit down and I stare at it and I'm like, you know, it's really nice. For, I really appreciate when people tell me that because I really just, I like to have a good look at them. So when I look up to get plants, I don't know, I just go everywhere. People are like, how did you get all these different plants? I 
talk to different friends. I connect with different people. And I think that's the main key about it. It's just, I never really look to get all these plants all at once. It's just when I was going out, when I go to different events, they just showed up in my face and I was like, oh, it's meant to be. <laughs> right. Um, I, I feel like I'm the same way too. Like you, when you put yourself out there and you may not be going out to buy houseplants, but you see a specimen, right? You see a plant yeah. that you, you don't have in your collection and you're like, hmm, I want it. I'm going to bring that home because I've never seen this before in person. And now's mm-hmm. the opportunity to buy it. And what I've learned over time is sometimes you see a plant and then if you don't buy it, you never see it again. I've seen that so many times. Yes. And if I do see it again, it's like way more expensive. Now, I'm not this. I mean, I like to keep it like a good price point. So it's like, ah, oh, just wait around till it comes back down, you know? Yes. But yes. It's like, it's so nice. That's why I like to grab a plant that I haven't seen. And they're so intricate. They're so different. So yeah, I'm like you. I like to just collect a lot of like different, like things that I don't have before. Right. And sometimes I will see a plant that I don't have, but a lot of people on social media have it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why, why am I going to buy this plant when I can just see it on Instagram? It's so, it's so funny. Someone else actually said that to me about like my begonia. They're like, I'm just going to come to your Instagram and just look at it here because I like seeing yours. I was, so I was fun. talking to someone the other day and she was like, I just got a Rex begonia. Like, how do you, like, everyone tells me they're so picky. Like, how to, how do you take care of yours? And honestly, it's it's you it's relatively easy. I have I have one left. <laughs> I had I had a few other ones that were in my cabinet, and uh-huh. they were right next to the fan. And even though they were thriving, they kind of dried out too often, and I just didn't have mm-hmm. the patience to water them like every other day. Yeah. So oh, it's so funny. I don't know how my begonia. I literally leave it well the one that's like my melon and that's my main one because i have a lot of begonias but that's like my my favorite one that one i just leave in my greenhouse cabinet and it doesn't even have people ask me i I need to do a whole tutorial on that but it's just a a home depot light and i have it it's not even sealed but i keep those plants fairly moist so and fairly close together so they keep the humidity within themselves mm-hmm. within that melon balada has always been in there and i keep i have it with the chunky mix i water it literally maybe once every other week i swear and i think the terracotta itself because it holds moisture that's i don't know but i've had a finicky and that one i just haven't even clipped it because i'm so picky that i'm gonna mess it up so i just leave it alone yeah yeah um, I feel like a lot of plants just need to be left alone. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of the yeah. new plant parents. So you just gotta, you know, set it and forget it. it. And yeah, just check it. Don't water it. Just check it. That's exactly my key. I swear. And my, that's my husband said, he's like, you don't even do anything to your friends. I'm like, I like to, yeah, just keep it up. Eh? So, mm-hmm. um, I remember when you got engaged and yes! so when, when did you get married? I feel but like I missed I think- that. Yeah, I got married actually in December. So I feel like it was just like a small family thing. I wanted to have it in Colombia, but it wasn't a good time with mm-hmm. everything. So I had it small by the beach in Jupiter and it was it was very nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. So you are so you're in Jupiter. Yes. Well my parents are in Jupiter, but I actually am in Loxahatchee now that I moved. So I was, yeah, in Jupiter, Palm Beach County, and now I'm, like, in Loxahatchee, more west. Okay. 
Yeah. So I have more of like a property now, which is what my goal was because I grew my collection really in my apartment, which was like my townhouse, which is where I grew my collection. But then I moved during the process of it all and out to here when now I have like a quarter an eight and an acre property. So I'm now trying to still even go there, but it's so much land. I haven't even gotten to that. <laughs> it's kind of stressful. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking on a map right now. So I can see where you are. Well, I mean, it's Florida. I feel like I should know oh where gosh, in Florida. Yeah, there's so much. <clears throat> but there's South Florida is just like one giant town almost. But yeah, exactly. Okay. So yeah. So you're a little bit, a little bit inland. So you're yeah. like, what, 20 minutes from the beach? Exactly. Yeah. I can be like 20, 30 minutes from the beach. That's it. Okay. So yeah, you have more land. So do you have it's a really wide? Do you have a lot of plants outside? I do. I have all of my, that's how I, yeah, I have a lot of them on my balcony. And then I got this greenhouse that I haven't even, it's just a whole thing because my property doesn't have a lot of big trees. And so I haven't really moved into that greenhouse. So I have my whole balcony that's kind of becoming barely cluttered. <laughs> so, and then I have it planted on my front porch, on my side porch. Because this property was able to, like, go everywhere around. So I just have it all in the shaded areas. But I haven't moved out to, like, the actual grass part. Gotcha. Besides my fruit trees. You know, those are just simple. But I, I planted some fruit trees. Nice. So you're in South Florida. So you hardly get any freezes. Like, you're low yes. in the winter where everyone freaks out is, like, 50 degrees. And everyone's like, oh, I need to bring my orchids inside. But, like. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, you could leave everything outside uh, all year long. Depending on, you know, I was always certain ones that I'm like, I'm not going to risk it. But yeah, majority, I always left them everything outside. I did buy like some sheet blankets, like some plant blankets, but that was it. Oh my gosh. See, I'm over here like in Jacksonville and we get like 40, 35 at night. And so my rule of thumb is if it's below 40, I'll bring them in. Because oh like yeah. even my orchids and my fiddles and even the Monstera Albo that I have can survive at 40 degrees for a night. It's when you get that like 35, 32 and you it's know. It's out of nowhere. Of, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty scary. Oh my gosh. No, I agree. Can't but um, so I want to go back to your greenhouse because I know we both have IKEA greenhouse cabinets, yes. which are amazing. But I I saw that you set up an actual greenhouse, like one where you can like walk inside. Yes, yes, that's the, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. when I need to set. Like I would actually need need some guidance. I'm trying to find a whole shading mechanism because I have no huge trees on the property. So I have like built these wooden um, shelves for it. So mm-hmm. that's where I built these wooden shelves. And I've also put like a couple um bougainvilleas around it. But I'm trying to create shade because I want to have that greenhouse is more of an aeroid house. Mm-hmm. And, like a growing house. And with that in this Florida heat, it's just I have to have a good like airflow, good like um, moisture. And it's just the I got it for two hundred dollars on Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh, that was a steal! Yeah, so I, that's the reason I literally just grabbed it up and got it. But I literally—that's what I do with a lot of things. I grab it and I was like, "All right, so now I need to figure out how I'm gonna actually get it to work because I don't have irrigation on this property." And mm. like, you know, I'm trying to—I'm already watering everything by hand. So right. I'm trying to figure out this whole mechanism but i have an idea it's just trying to find the perfect 
look for it because I'm someone that likes to have it to look a certain way <laughs> so I can enjoy it nicely. Of course. it's. So, I mean, it's your home. It's your greenhouse. You want to make sure that it's you. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I'm trying to see. But I like the color of it. And I think I'm just going to try to figure out how to build more shade around it without making it look like it's all tented up. <laughs> well, what about... so? If your glass panels on the ceiling are clear, yes, would it be possible to? And I'm not that handy, so don't like take this for you know take this with a grain of salt. But could you buy like some type of like, um, like opaque like spray paint, right? And, and just spray the glass because you know how like greenhouses are they have that like white tent or like nurseries. That's exactly what another one other person, you're the only other person that said that to me. And I'm trying to figure out if I should, should, should have painted from the outside, of course, and then just do a couple coats. Mm-hmm. So that would leave the sides clear. Should, yes. Yeah. So like if, if you could take the glass like off, right, then you could easily spray paint them without having to worry about not spraying the frame or anything. Exactly. Uh, yeah, do a few coats, and then you'll have that bright, indirect light that the air aids love. That's a great idea. I'm gonna do. That's. I think I'm gonna get some. So it's opaque paint that you think that would be the best. Honestly, I would just go to Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever and just talk to someone <laughs> or do some research. <laughs> I, believe- I don't. <laughs> I'm like because they work here, and I feel like they would know. Okay. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't. And that's very true. <clears throat> I think I'm going to just look. That's also a Google question. So I'm going to see which be the best. I'm going to have to do that. But it also right. fans that are going to be solar powered. I think that would be cool. That would be perfect for that too. And it, it might even be good to like when you put the panels, the glass panels back on, if you put this, the painted side down to reduce the weathering of the uh, paint. Yeah. That's a good idea. Because I have, I know my outdoor furniture, my patio, like even my, my fire pit, if I like the cover that I have on it, it was left in full sun. It just started cracking and crinkling within like a year. So you just have to be careful. That's perfect. Yeah. Because it's like a uh, border material that you use for like the hurricanes, the shutter material. So it's, I think that would be perfect to put inside out. It'll last if you paint it inside. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what you do with it. And of course, you're probably going to make a reel, keeping everybody yes. in the loop. Yes, I'm still, that's me ordering all these things. I'm still in the process of getting everything together for it. And then, you know, that's me. I have to get everything together, then put it all together in one reel. So it's a process, but I think it's fun doing it. It's honestly the editing that's more annoying that I need to figure out and probably talk with you about one day. So, okay, let me ask you this. Where do you, so I, I asked you this in the beginning of the the show, I don't think we ever touched on it. Um, your inspiration. I want to talk about that because everyone has different, yeah, sure. you know, ideas and, and, you know, inspiration for, for what they How do. So, account. yeah. So honestly, when I have a regular account and that was just me, you know, being me as a kid and I've had it for years and I posted like, you know, my work and here and there plants. And I felt like I was just jumping here and there everywhere and I really wasn't, and I wanted to just dedicate my love for plants. I and mean, I was just bouncing around. So I started this account on a, just a whim and just wanted to have fun with it and just really just be myself, not think twice. Cause with my other account, you know, I was 
focusing so much on the caption, focusing so much on my wording. I don't know why. I would stress out a lot. I don't know. It's just annoying. So with this one, I just really felt like being mean, going with it, taking pictures of what I love, just and doing it every day And because it, it made me happy. So it just went day by day, and I never thought that it really was going to be anything. And it's honestly been really fun to just connect with other people and talk with them and learn new things. And I think that's just been really, really cool. I love that. And it's like, once you join, you're like, Oh my gosh, there are so many people out here and there's so many possibilities. Yeah. That's the thing. I never really, I just joined because I wanted to share like a couple plants that I loved and not be like, Oh, like this this person's like, why is she posting pants, plants all the time? And then I realized, Oh, there's like accounts that like, are all plants and i'm like oh okay there's like a community so i was like this was nice i felt like it was it was very and honestly i felt like this community has been so so overwhelmingly nice so that's been really really cool right and i feel like every guest that i speak with says the same thing and there's not really a lot of negativity on instagram or tiktok i mean if you go to facebook that's a whole nother realm that i don't even (laughs) explore exactly me either a lot of people ask me like oh you're on tiktok and honestly that's just a whole nother thing that i don't think that's for me but here i mean i've had a couple you know there's always a couple people that want to say something but it's but you can always tell they're just just bored or something you know I had an so I posted a TikTok. I I cross posted the reel I made yesterday about supporting my giant pothos outside of my screened in lanai. Yes. And awesome. some some old man came after me on TikTok about how he how, how tropicals don't survive in direct sunlight and he learned from experience. I'm like dude, I'm like, I'm sorry that happened, but like, these aren't indirect sunlight. I have a screen. And he's like, what part of that don't you understand? They don't survive. I tried it behind the screen. And I'm like, maybe we have different screens. Like, I'm sorry, but these plants have been out here for like four years and they're thriving. So I don't know what else you want me to do about it. Exactly. That's the thing I don't understand is when people try to tell you how to take care of your plants when they have been thriving in a certain way for you. And you're not even trying to tell them how to take care of their plants. You're simply just sharing how you care for yours, you know? Right. And I think, excuse me, a lesson here is that every plant parent's journey is different. And so, you know, this is what works for me. What works for me may not work for you. And I feel like that's kind of like a caveat. And it's kind of like this understood umbrella that we all are, you know, in understanding of. And sometimes you just get one person, you know, out of a thousand that just wants to pick a fight. And Uh, yes, there's always one. I don't let it bother me. Exactly. You know, that's just a whole thing that you have to do, you know, about yourself and you have to be the bigger person because, you know, there's always people that have had a bad day and they just, you know, just don't even let it get you the wrong way. That's how I've always been. Right. But I've always lived my life like that. So it's hard for like, I understand people that can get hurt by it and it's, it's hard. It's annoying. Right. Um, so, hey, I want to talk about your trip. So you just went oh to Columbia. Gosh. Yes, it was amazing. My family, like my grand, my mom grew up there. She actually came here when she was 18. So a lot of my family's still over there. My grandparents, my cousins. So I went there for my grandparents' 80th birthday. And really my finca, which is a farm in Spanish, they have had it for over 30, 50 years. And the collection, I mean, they started off actually as 
like having chickens and monkeys and just animals and plants here and there. But as like my parents got older, like, and they left the house, my grandparents really just grew the collection for plants. And they've had some of those plants for, oh my gosh, over 30 years. And they're absolutely stunning. The aeroids there are just outright. They're just some of them I've never seen before. And they're so amazing. The soil is what is key there. I think it is so unique. And I literally, my husband was like, you should take some home. It's so cool. And I swear it was just, it was like this clay, like sticky, dark brown material and the airways and everything was just growing right out of it, like nothing. And it was this beautiful, it's like, it's very rainforest like, so it's through the Amazon. So it was honestly just very, it was, it's just like a dream. It's my, it's, I need something. I need to go there honestly every year i think <laughs> well what a great idea to take home soil right i was that's like a I phenomenal idea i was thinking i was like why didn't i do that but i mean there was a couple of things that i did bring back but it was it's pretty cool my grandparents always kind of send me different things so what part of columbia were you in that is in cali columbia so we're in the mountains of cali so it's about an hour up the mountain. You kind of, it's, Cali's actually in the middle of mountains. So if you look around the city, when you're in the bottom, all around you is just mountains. And then you can drive out of it. And then there's different cities like Bogota and Medellin. But that one is all like in the alley. It's really beautiful. Um, so ironically, I've been there. Really? In Cali? I have, yeah. So in college, um, we did like a mission trip and with a group called Children Beyond Our Borders. Uh-huh. And we went to this school, like this after school program where all the kids would go to and we like taught them English and, um, you know, a bunch of other like life lessons um, just to kind of like, like support them and just teach them things that um, they may not always be be you know learning about in school like we we talked about like sex education and you know clarified a few things there but um it was we were there for two weeks and it was a very touching experience because this was in like it it was in like the poorer part of cali Uh uh-huh um and so that's you go right through it to get through the mountains and honestly majority of cali is like that so it's very life-changing to see the difference of how people live Right. And like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, like the houses are made of like, um, Oh yeah. They're like, man-made houses. They're up right. the mountain. They're just on the side of the hill. Yeah. It's very touching. And then the families are very, very warming. They love to talk to people. They're so sweet. And I feel like it's very nice and it's a very nice culture to experience. Anyone could, should experience in their lifetime, I think. Right. And it's like, they have so little, but they're so, welcoming and nice and so happy happy. it's yeah right i mean there was like we went you know we met one of the families and they brought us into their home and you know this home you know didn't have running water and exactly the walls were tarps and they were like giving us their food and like their food for the week and you know we i went with a group of eight other people so there was a good number of us there and we were just so touched by their hospitality and warmth and like sharing with what what little they had with us and it was just like i I have goosebumps right now just talking about it because it was such a unique experience it i agree a hundred percent even my husband when he went that was his first time ever going out of the country and he's from west virginia and um literally my grandpa he only speaks spanish but even to him he was like 
to Spanish. He, and he told me to translate. He's like, this house is yours. He's like, this, you're a part of the family. And my husband was very, very touched. He's never experienced any people, anyone like that to just welcome them to the home and say, this is basically your home whenever you want this. Family. It was just, it's very war- warming to see people like that. Right. Um, and it's funny, you mentioned the word finca. And so there was, we were there for one weekend and we took a weekend trip up to the finca in the mountains. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. That's what everyone calls the finca in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the amusement park there. Yes. Um, which was cool. We learned about all the coffee farming and whatnot. I've been there once. It was beautiful. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. And tropical plants. And this was obviously before I was in houseplants. This was in college, I think in like, like 10 years ago. I know. You just see the plants. You're just like, oh, wow. Yeah. But now I feel like I have, if I were to go now, I'd have a different appreciation because I, that's why I was like literally freaking out this last time. Cause I've been every year. I mean, I haven't been in five years, but before that, this time it was life changing. Yeah. And so you said you brought a few things back. What did you end up coming home with? So I brought this little anthurium <laughs> and then I'm trying, I brought what kind of it, what kind of, anthurium? I do not know. <laughs> I literally do not know. I'm trying, I'm, it was a, it's a baby. So I'm trying to have it grow up a little bit more to see what it is, but it's doing well so far. So I'm excited to see how that is. I tried to bring back like the Thunbergia myrodrensis, which was like that, um, trailing, beautiful, like, yellow red plant that i posted and it was it was a vining plant it was it's gorgeous i've never seen anything like it because and i also try to find one to buy and i cannot find one so I, the three pieces I, ga- I came i looked up how to do it and everyone told me how to do it and they like even my the gardener there because my parents have a gardener that does most of the taking care of because my grandparents are in their 80s now mm-hmm. so uh, they literally, he's like, yeah, no, do this, do that. And I planted it and it's not really doing very well. I don't see much doing anything, but the one in water that they told, I think is doing a little bit better. Haven't seen anything, but you know, I think it might be one of those things that take weeks to a month to even start seeing roots, but it hasn't died yet. And it's not browning. So I think there's a plus. And then other than that, I brought like some seeds of like, he brought, he told me, um, different like fruit plants like um lulao it's like this little um they use it to make this drink called champu and then um he also it was like the, the burrow's tail but i already have one but you know my grandparents are very adamant <laughs> you know i take these ones like they're these ones and i was like yeah okay of course so and then it's always nice to have that one so now i have another one of those so I kind of want to change gears a little bit. Um, I know that you on Instagram, at least you've yes. like shown us how to grow some fruits from seeds. Yes. Um, but I do want to, before we get there, I want to ask you about the, I can't remember the name of the fruit, like the orange fruit with like the black seeds inside that have like the jelly substance around them. Do, do you know? It's in, it's in, it's it's Colombian. That's is that the one I'm talking about? <clears throat> is it? I don't know. I don't know the it's name mi- of it. It's small, right? Yeah, it's like smaller than an orange. Yeah, lulo. How do you spell that? It has to be lulo. I think L U L O. It's a small orange little fruit. They make it with it's like a jelly, and they have it in a drink. And it t- they also yeah, have like yes. lollipops with it. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm talking about. Okay, okay, perfect. Um. 
because I was like, I think that's so the same one. Cool. It's Did it is really the good. Foliage on it. I so I was there and I don't know what the plant actually looks like. I just remember getting the juice of it and having the actual fruit and eating it, and it was delicious. I ate it's it like the whole time I was there. Amazing! It's a fruit that I promise you, I feel like you've never tasted before in your life, right? And that I didn't realize I was that's what I was looking at on the floor. I was like, what is this plant? It didn't have any fruit or anything on it. And he's like, Oh, that's Lulo. And I was like, what? The foliage is so cool. It's super fuzzy. It has a dark purple center. And then it has like the corners are um, like pointy. And it, it was really, really cool. I thought it was a begonia. And it, and it was the fruit. I was like, Oh, this is so neat. Yeah, no, it's so good. And it's a little so tangy. Good. Yeah. Right? So I'm a big good. fan of the tang. I agree. Me too. Um, and the juice is just amazing. So I, I would, oh my gosh, I would love to have a Lulo tree, but mm-hmm. you know, Jacksonville is just not really a thing. Maybe if I put it in a pot and just totally brought it inside. It. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. You could totally do it if you brought it in a pot just in, and just keep upgrading the pot and then just have it come inside whenever it gets that bad. And it's really not like a tree. It's kind of like a bush almost. Yeah. It can kind of grow like a little wide. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a it kinda of almost looks like a giant a plant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um so you and what, me both. We have to grow one, that'll be nice. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> um so you are like I, I saw you growing star fruits and I was like, Oh my god, that's such a good idea. And so what type of like fruits have you grown from seeds? I promise you, these are actually my first ever that I've grown from seeds. I've grown, I mean, okay, actually I've had an avocado and I didn't really grow the avocado. You know, I had to got the avocado and I got the seed from the inside and I started it as a plant. I've had two of those. One of them fairly didn't do so well. The other one, I actually have it as a plant, which is fairly nice. Mm -hmm. But other than that, my star fruit, I've really branched out into doing more fruits fairly recently, which is what I've been wanting to since I've had this property because on my in my apartment, I don't know why, I just limited myself and I never thought that I could have like edible plants because I didn't really have sunlight. It was kind of just indirect light and it wasn't, it was just shade and I feel like you need more sunlight for growing fruits and stuff like that. Yeah. So when I came here, I've been planting a lot more things and now... Well, I've planting in my little grow kit, like some thyme and some vegetables, those I've done, but not like fruit trees. So this is actually really rewarding and it's actually really neat to see that I thought it was going to come sooner because I look, was looking it up and I was tracking it and I already threw one out. I actually had five of these star fruit plants, but I threw it out because I thought that it was done. And I was glad that I left them all alone and I saw them sprouting and then out of nowhere, they just been growing day by day really quick well good to know see patience pays off there oh i know i literally and that's what happens i literally just left it alone and my dog and i mean my dog has knocked them over three times and i was so nervous and i thought of you when you commented on that reel you're like oh i'm so excited to see how they turn out and i was like oh my god my dog keeps knocking them over i'm so nervous and then like literally it popped up and i was like this is perfect i'm so excited and I just, that's my key with honestly, with everything with plants, I just leave them and I just watch it and I just let them be. And I fairly, even, even with my rarest plants, I just watch them. And that's my key. I really just watch how they react. Look at their leaves, look at 
their roots. And that's why I love clear pots, by the way. Yeah, I just, I'm just watching my plants. Right. And you can see the roots grow. And Yes. <laughs> I'm fairly uh, particular about that. I don't know why. And sometimes when you have a plant and the leaf starts turning yellow, you're like, wait, the, the roots are fine. Like, yes, is, this a, is this a natural process or is this something that I did? You know, exactly. maybe I watered it too much or I've not had enough. I've really questions when sometimes I just don't even know I've had those. And I'm just like, you know, it's fine. But it's yeah. still fine. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the clear pots as well. I have a bunch and I'm like, okay, what can I plant into it? And they're kind of big. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be like an upgrade. <laughs> exactly. And so <sighs> I think they're key. I love them for plants, especially um, more expensive plants. Right, right. Because you don't want them to die. No. <laughs> I have my Anthurium forgetii. I overwatered it and it was just in too big of a container and I replanted it back in a smaller container and then it like came back with vengeance and I was like, yes. Okay. So even even if all the leaves drop off, like the root system is healthy, it's still going to unfurl new leaves if you just give it time. So exactly. That's what I've always done. I'm like, all right, even if I'm back to a stump, I'm like, it's okay. It'll come back and it has, and that's so, and it's so rewarding when it does. That's what I love. Right, right. It's that chunky, airy mix that they love. Mm-hmm. And I honestly for, use most of that chunky mix for most of my plants besides growing, like, from seedlings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What, so what is in your chunky aeroid mix? Because everyone has a little bit different ingredients. Honestly, I just use um, perlite. I use orchid bark mix. I use leca balls. I like to use any potty mix. Honestly, I have around just fairly, just anything regular. I use it just very lightly to just give it some sort of mix besides it being super airy. Mm-hmm. And then I also love just sphagnum moss. And that's really it. I don't put any fertilizer. I don't put any worm castings. I don't put anything like that because my I use that for all my plants and I put it in a huge plastic container. And then once I put it in the mix with my plants, I'll customize it a little bit more depending on the plant. You know, I'll put some, um, I have some fertilizers from different people. I have some liquid um, fertilizers and then I have some just little balls. So I like to use different ones depending. But other than that, my actual mix is fairly standard and I just leave it in a huge thing and it lasts forever. I I mean, over six months, I just leave it sealed outside actually. So you basically have your base and depending on what plant you use, you'll add, you could add like more peat to it if you wanted to. Exactly. Exactly. More peat, more, if it needs more airy mix, if it needs a little bit more, um, soil in it, if it needs, yeah, like that's exactly how I like to do it. Right. See, that's a great idea. Um, I, I had, I'd had that, uh, I had a mix of cocoa core that I like hydrated mm-hmm. and I used that for a while. But oftentimes I just kind of like mix as I go, which exactly. is kind of a headache, but, um, <laughs> I'm like, where can I store a giant container of like pre-mixed soil? Do it. No, get something like how I'm saying, just get something basic, at least that you like that you think you like in most of them. And then you can keep a couple containers where you can just mix it in. It's really like, it's actually really handy. There's a big white container. Yeah. Them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I've, I've, I've recently discovered this soil, it's called Rosie and it's like biochar okay. mixed with like worm castings, um, and a few other like organic material it's peat free. And I like to use it. Um, f- some of my philodendrons are like, p- like planted directly in it with no other additives mm-hmm. and I, yeah. And I, they love it. It's like, it's, it's, 
it's it's inorganic it's organic right so and it's kind of how do you how does it feel it kind of feels like sand and like charcoal and the, the interesting thing about it is it's very hydrophobic and so when you plant you have to like you have to Mm -hmm. like saturate it very well before you mix it and even when you water it you have to like let the water pool on top and let it drain a few times because it doesn't water it all the way through yeah um but my i have a uh, Jose Blono in it and it's like unfurling leaves like crazy and I'm like wow this stuff is awesome and so I've actually started using it like I'll throw it in my my aeroid mix um it's a, it's it's a it, it's a product you can use alone or you can use it like within a mix oh you have to send me the link this sounds really interesting I've never yeah. heard of oh it. it works great I think you'd love it and um I have some anthurium like hybrid seedlings Oh, so you use and, it just for that? Oh, that's nice. Well, so these I have, they were in sphagnum moss, and I was like, let me add a little of this rosy soil mix to it. And so it's in a mix of sphagnum moss and rosy, and they're like popping off in my IKEA greenhouse cabinet. Oh, I have to try it. Yeah, because I love, because I'm always picky about certain things for my seedlings. I literally just use the eye, like you said, sphagnum right. moss, but I don't want to use something nice. That's actually a really good idea. And how'd you hear about it? Um, TikTok. I love it. It's always like, it's always online. It's true. You learn so much. Right, right. And I I think like a lot of the the products that I use are just like recommendations from other people. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so true. So, I mean, it worked for me. I was like, let me just take a chance and see what, you know, what, what this will do for me. And I, I love it. And it's been a few months too. So I'm like, um, you know, I can finally say that I've seen growth versus just, you know, a product that some other people will be like, oh, I love this company, but don't really know what the product does for them, you know? Exactly. Oh, I know. Yes. <laughs> so that's actually exciting. I'm going to order some. Yeah. So what other um, what other plants do you have in your wish list? Honest, in my wish list, I <laughs> the fairly more expensive ones that I will never pay for, but I, they're, they're in my dreams. <laughs> the variegated billy is something I've always wanted, and I think it's really beautiful. I like, honestly, love variegated plants. They're really, it's really cool and unique to have something that's just, I feel like missing a little bit of, I feel like I call it like a, like a gene. And and you know, it's really cool. And to see them like, all of them are so different from each other. And I think that's the most unique part. So I think that one. And then I wanted, I really want a mint monstera. I also really want an Aurora, the one that has like the yellow. Yes. Those are actually my three. And I think that's fairly it. Everything else, I mean, like I could part, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, it's okay. I, I can wait. It's like, whatever. But like, I'm not really a huge fan of like the Spiritus. Okay. Other than, and then what are the other expensive ones? Some of the other expensive ones I'm not a huge fan of. I'm trying to think. <clears throat> well, I, I, I mean, some of the philodendrons are really expensive. And I, I think it's, it's almost hard to kind of say, like, you want to plant, and this is my opinion, when you haven't actually seen it in person. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, and, like, the obviously, like, 
any type of like monstera variety is going to be gorgeous because you know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, like there are some other plants. I'm like, I don't know if that's worth like all the money. I just, uh, you know, I can't see it. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm a big, I'm kind of a basic plant parent. I mean, I do have some like decently expensive plants, but at the same time, like I would love a variegated fiddle leaf fig as basic as that is. I would love to have one in my collection. One, but they're so, they're so expensive. I know. And the triangularis is gorgeous. It's small, but it's like super finicky, like mine dropped all the leaves and now it's starting to come back. But I'm like, man, like, are you going to do this to me more than once? Like, <laughs> what the heck? I know. I love the triangularis. It's gorgeous. Mine's finally like looking okay again. Oh. And I'm like, all right, let me just keep you outside forever then. That's funny. That's actually how I felt about mine. Yeah. It's like it loves it outside, but I want it inside. Right. Right. It loves the humidity. Like I will never put a ficus in my office again because my Audrey dropped all the leaves in my, in my office. And then the triangularis did the same thing. So no ficus will ever live in my office. Trust me. If I was like you with ficus and fiddles, I would have those on my wish list too. I'm honestly am not good with it. I do not know why. Know you, know, you know what you should do since you have a yard, you could actually acclimate a fiddly fig to full sun over time. And, and then, yeah. And then it'll grow. It'll grow huge. That's exactly what I'm, I want to do. It's yeah, you, having you, ones. I need a big one and just having, taking, taking care of a big one. And then it could provide some shade over your greenhouse. Exactly. And I think the the ones in Florida get giant and they're so beautiful. I know. I have um, one of my friends lives down in Jupiter, actually, and her neighbor, um, she sent me a video of like the landscape crew chopping down the fiddly fig. Oh and I'm God. like, what are they doing? And it was massive. And then she sent me a video a few months later and it started to grow back. So I think they were just like, this thing needs to be trimmed. Like, it's too big. Let's, like, chop it back. And they knew and... it was going to grow back. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, okay, they didn't chop it down completely. I'm, I'm okay with that. Oh, my gosh. Should have got the clippings. Right, right. I'm like, go steal some clippings. Yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> so um, at the end of my podcast, I ask everyone the same two questions. And the first one that I want to ask you is, out of all the plant folks on social media – who is someone or a few people, if you can't name just one, that you haven't met yet that you would like to meet? For one, I think Hilton Carter. I've always loved that he has this huge brand and I love his stuff. I always go, I'm a huge Target person. Right. So when like he had that collection, I really like saw his stuff and that's when I really followed him. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And I love his content. Other than that, I mean, you're always an inspiration. Um, I've always loved your content. And I've always actually, even when you started these podcasts, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I would never, I'd never thought that I would be able to be on it. So I'm honored. <laughs> of then, course. I love all your stuff. You're the best. And then, um, I mean, there's other, I feel like those, you, yeah, no, I mean, I like Mariah Gross. I love, um, oh, darling. I love, I mean, I love a lot of plant accounts and I think a lot of them inspire me in different ways. They're so fun. And, and I think that inspires me the most about all these accounts is that they're themselves. I think, you know, mm -hmm. like you, everyone, it's just, yeah, I love, I love plant accounts. I love everyone. I try to connect with 
as everyone that connects with me. And I think that's like the best part. I agree. I think it's important to kind of be yourself. And I think a lot of what we see nowadays on social media, you know, isn't always what reality is. And I try, I try my best to be like, this is what's going on. Like I'm not the perfect plant dad, but I try and I also make mistakes. Oh, hundred percent. We all make mistakes and that's the thing. And that's what I think makes it fun. And I, and that enjoying the mistakes and enjoying the hardships of it because it's so different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And so the second question I ask everyone is if you could be one plant, what plant would you be and why? I honestly think a begonia (laughs) because begonias are so, there's so many different types. They're so fun. They're so funky and they're so, they can be finicky. They can be, they're easy to propagate. I, I love all begonias. I think that's always been, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. I see. I only have two. So I think I'm going to have to maybe add to my collection in your honor. Oh, no, I'm serious. I have a lot of different ones, and they're very... And I always add just random ones. I, they're very cool. Um, so in so I guess what I'm going to do is keep an eye out for different types of begonias when I'm out and about. And then if I see one, I'll snag it, and then I'll tag you in the post. Yes. You'd be surprised at, like, the little... The people that even Etsy, I have to. You have to see like the people that just sell mini rare begonias. They're really cool, and just I think the biggest part is just letting them grow and leave them alone. They grow like little weeds, so they do. Yes. So hey, it was great having you on today's episode. I really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you. And I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm ever down in the Jupiter area, I'll definitely let you know and we yes, can maybe please. go plant that'll shopping. Be so fun. Yeah. I have a, a lot of the plant stores around here are really fun. So that'll be a really cool adventure. I went to one, I was actually down in Jupiter in August for a wedding and there was one plant shop that I went to. Um, what's the name of it? I don't know, but if you name it, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> Is remember. Is it in Jupiter or more West Palm County? No, it's in Jupiter. Oh, really? I wonder, because I don't even know a lot of in Jupiter. There's one, but I'm not. I think, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the name is, but I did get my two Hoyas there. Oh, really? Was it a small little thing on the side of the road? And there was like a whole selection of um, pots on one side, on the left. I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember. Mm, I know that there was kind of like, like you walk into this area and it's covered, and then there's like three different lanes. There's like a covered part, and then there's like an outside area. Yeah, I know the covered part was very small. I'll, I'll have yeah. to, yeah, I'll have to ask my friend and then let you know. Yes. Well, other than that, we'll have to get together one day. That would be fairly awesome. And even chat again like this, it'll be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your Memorial Day weekend, and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much, David.